So if you had to pick a spot in the segments of the human centipede, I already claimed and you mouth. can't be number one, where would you choose to be? <laughs> if it, we'll just say it's tiny, a five segment, if you human tiny, centipede. Tiny, one, probably so number you can four, be two through five, right? No, you want to be number four then. That's the second best. Um, if I can't be number one, I can't imagine it because I would. Um, I'm. I'm. My mouth is sweating <laughs> right now. I, I think number. I, you two? know, I can't do doo doo. I can't do doo doo when yeah, I'm yeah, thinking about. It. I definitely think number two is <laughs> is the second best segment <laughs> no. because you get the most substantial amount of nourishment. And it's the least running. So you stay alive the longest and are the most miserable <laughs> of all of them. Shut like, up. Yes. He's not, he can't make it to a toilet right now. He's trapped. So I, 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 can, no, you want to be number four. My face, you think you, at least you could stretch your legs a little bit My mouth is sweating four. and my eyes are sweating. I kind of want to... I would uh, feed one a bowl of corn to see how far that corn kernel goes. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to all this later. Oh... oh. Hey everybody, I'm Dane Holland, and I think it's time for lights, camera, action. I'm Austin Shazam Pfeiffer, and I am worth the wait. I'm Marcus Whitaker, interdimensional time-skipping artist, also known as I'm Electric Man. I'm Austin Tiny Zent, and I'll pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> And we're Nerded Through the Grapevine, a podcast where four best friends gather weekly to talk about our favorite parts of past, present, and future nerd culture. And today, I'm talking about something that's pretty present at the moment. So, WandaVision is a TV show that's out that everyone that's been watching it has been enjoying it. I'm not sure if either Marcus or Tiny have seen it. No? Nope. Okay. No, I but I, I know I guessed some... as much. I think so, some pretty significant spoilers, maybe. Okay. Well, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm yeah. just for something like, yeah. No, so well, don't worry about spoiling I'm it for not, me, is what I'm saying. I need to watch the newest episode that came out already. Um, I hadn't got to episode nine. Uh, yeah, I haven't either, but I'm not even going to talk about the show. I'll just, I need it. I was just using that as a reference for what I would like to talk about. And that is, I want to know what two superheroes would make the best sitcom together as roommates. Hmm. Aquaman and the Human Torch. Be like the odd couple. We got a little, okay. We got a little fire, a little water. Yeah, you know, because I assume one is messy, one is clean. You know, which one fire is which? and water. <laughs> which one's which? I don't know. Look at my shoulders. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, are we allowed to cross? Are we allowed to? Yes, any. Anything. Any? He said anything any. That, yeah, anything that you can consider a superhero, like anything, in, anybody. I don't know, Legolas would be a superhero if you were to throw him into some other world. Jose Canseco and Legolas. Spawn. <laughs> 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 Smashing homers to hell. <laughs> oh my god. So do you think do you think Jose at one point would get spawn like drafted to the team? Do you think he would officially become an Oakland athletic? I think that Spawn would oversee the uh illegal steroid deals that uh-huh. Jose Canseco would have going on. Ooh, ooh. He'd be the lawyer, ooh. he'd be like transforming into the lawyer. They were never steroids. It was always the symbiote. Spawn has been 
what they've all been ingesting to become more powerful. It was never so they're all medicinal. They're they're all actually hell spawn. All of them. Everyone that took one is now legion with spawn. Is that a sex joke? Probably. Okay, I was just curious. Unintentionally, but can we go? Can we figure what? Can we go there? I mean, why not? Go there. Go there. No, that's me oh, saying the, whoa, the, the whoa. one time. What's the joke? I don't know. I was asking. Okay. I mean, you, I'm upset. You, you physically. Okay, okay. okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So they're putting sp- in their mouth. Oh, 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 that, oh that, okay. they're injecting them into their. B- yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's not yeah. any better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being practical here. I mean, that's how they, they did could, it. They could have used the delt. I mean, but no. yeah, no. Jose Canseco specifically was injecting it into the. B- okay. Oh man, Spawn would just throw him the pitch, and the pitch would be the person with those chains. Just chuck it, and you know what. Jose Canseco would just knock the hell out of it. Is this them in the backyard or in a game? Honey. No, that's in the alleyways of New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Is this like a strange subversion of Angels in the Outfield? Yes. Like a satanic version of that? Yeah, it's Demons in the Dugout. Hold on, hold on. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's canon. It's been done. Demons in the dugout. I'm that, so happy. That, that joke is accredited to Carly. I can't steal it, but oh. there it is. She created it for us. Thank you. Thanks. We own it now, though. Yeah. So we're yeah. stealing it. Copyright. De- Demons in the dugout. Recording. Demons in the dugout would be the name of that show, right? You're a hundred percent correct. Would, would it always take place in the dugout? How in a lot of sitcoms they no. always take place in the same house. They have the a same se- few rooms. They have a two bedroom loft that they live together in. Okay. Very large living area in the middle, but there's always chaos. Okay. Carnage, some would say. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Maybe there's so. It's a nice little crossover. So now there's a third roommate? No, no. Carnage, Carnage is, is the like the neighbor that stops by that's real funny. I always yeah. want to like borrow Kramer. stuff. He's like Kramer. He's a Kramer. He just kind of just shows up. Yeah, you're right. Probably right. just pops out of the drain in the sink yeah. and just kind of slithers out into existence. And he's like, you guys don't have any milk? <laughs> Insert laugh track right there. Okay. Oh, please, sure. Lord, have mercy if you do. Absolutely. 100%. Demons in the dugout. I oh. can't believe that you created that. I just think it'd be a great show. I think. Absolutely, it would be a great show. I think the only thing you ever see of Spider Man, because I feel like Spider Man's going to show up, because Jose Canseco probably exists in the Marvel Universe, right? I'm I sure. mean, he's probably there. I mean, so, given how Captain America got his powers, you know Jose Canseco's <laughs> yeah. universe. Exactly. So I'm thinking, like, Spider-Man always shows up every episode, but it's the smallest little piece of his suit, like outside of the window or something. Like you see like a little bit Waldo of his elbow. Or something. Yeah, it's like a little bit of his elbows outside of the window. Like you just catch him snooping, but it's just, not never a full a view. Bit. But it's always, Spawn's never doing anything so bad that Spidey needs to interrupt with. So yeah. he's basically the nosy neighbor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. He's the snooper. Yeah, yeah. He's the snooper. Well, he's got to he's got to check in on him, make sure everything's going okay. Oh, and Jose Canseco is just the messiest roommate, and Spawn is like obsessive, compulsive, and brooding <laughs> in his dark room over how just 
filthy that Jose Canseco lives. His room is just a twin mattress in the center of the floor. No and there's box breaks. No, no, nothing. There's nothing around it. He's painted the walls black. He got black carpet for some reason. He just really likes the way it feels on the bottom of his weird feet. Mm-hmm. And then like the mattress, there no blankets, no covers, nothing. He just lies there in silence, brooding. He doesn't sleep. No, he doesn't, he surely he doesn't have to he's sleep. He's not alive. No, he he's an alien. Sleep. Hold on, wait. I just blacked out for a second. <laughs> That's good. Is yeah, this Jose back. Canseco's room or Spawn's? <laughs> the crazy... Okay, here's the crazy part. No one neither, else. Neither of them have ever been into each other's rooms, but they're both the exact opposite in color, but the same thing in the room. So they both only have the single twin mattress. Imagine Jose Canseco on a twin mattress. Yeah. There's comedy right there. It writes itself, a whole episode. But they've never seen each other's rooms, but they're the exact opposite in color, but same thing. Hmm. Are there rooms like side by side? Across the hall from each other. Okay, so yeah. they can't hear each other brooding? Oh, the landlord character has got to be played by the exact same part by John Leguizamo. It has to be played by him as the little clown. John Leguizamo. You know, he was uh, the in that weird Super Mario's movie. He was the he was Luigi. There's an obscure reference. Yeah, for can you. you bring something a little more, a little so more current? The Spawn clown was is the landlord. Is that uh, what we're saying? John Wick. He was in John Wick. He was the one who owned the uh, the de- the dealer shop, uh, the detail shop for the vehicles, uh, the the mechanic shop. Okay, the guy that owns that. And yeah, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, you did that to you did that to who? Mm-hmm. That's John Leguizamo, and he played the clown on there. I kind of the like the movie. idea of Daredevil being the landlord. Because he can't really see, What's so he goes on? around feeling everything, and occasionally, like he's, his buddy Rocket's there with him, leading him around like a seeing eye dog. He's like, "Oh, there's a hole in the wall," and he's like, like tapping and rubbing everything, trying to and find Ro- it. And Rocket would be just crude as hell when it came to Daredevil because he would be his assistant. He'd be like, "Hey, do you see this? Sh-? Oh, never mind." <laughs> Every time that Daredevil pops in, just a surprise check, the room is just covered in symbiote goo and everything's broken and on fire just from them just having arguments with each other. (laughs) And they're both like, no, no, it's okay. Well, okay. And then he's got like a really comedic voice and he just leaves. A a real uh, Barney Fife style. Yeah, yeah. Like a Barney Fife Daredevil. Yeah, I like it. That's definitely a landlord. Something's got to be going on with those roommates. (laughs) Marcus, we've stalled long enough to where you've uh, been able to not pay attention and think of two superheroes that would be good roommates. <laughs> you damn right. I have no idea. Yeah, y'all just took me on into this other world. It was a, where, good, like, it was a great world. The 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 80s steroid home run kings meets like <laughs> little Nicky. <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't want to leave that world. I'm stuck there now. That's actually you live there. Now. I've bought into that that's, world. That's Spawn's best friend that comes to visit sometimes. Jose, I can't outdo that. Don't Jose, put the lid down on your throw. Get in the flask. I'm just thinking about how to expand that lore. How could we? I don't know. You See, add in all the other yeah. Maguires and Sosas, and then add in more mystical mythological characters the whole show takes place in the friend's apartment 
after Monica and Rachel and Chandler and all them move out. They're the next tenants. That's what I kept seeing in my head. They move in when they move out. So could their na- do you think their neighbors could be, uh, let's say, Captain Planet and Wolverine? Yes, why not? Sure. I think those two could be pretty at odds most of the time, but I mean, they're both good go, guys. We can just go way over the top with all the crossovers. Oh, yeah. Th- because Wolverine would always be smoking in his bedroom. He'd always have that cigar in his mouth while he's laying in bed. Oh, yeah. And then Captain Planet's trying to go to sleep at the same time, and he smells something burning, Ooh. and he's... <sighs> okay, let's take that one a step farther. They're not just roommates. They're life partners. Yes. So he yes. hates how much she loves them, yes. and he's, but he smokes. He's like, I'm trying to save the planet, but my, my, <laughs> but my husband just wants to smoke his cigars in the house. It's perfect. It's perfect. They want to hate each other, but they're meant for one another yeah. because they balance each other out. Exactly. Wolverine, he he doesn't. He'll litter. You know, Wolverine litters, right? Does Wolverine of have to litters. have an effeminate voice? Because I've have him. I have him no. in my head with an effeminate voice. No, no, no. no. <laughs> they're both. You know what? No, Cap. Captain, who's the other one Planet. that I said? Planet. Thanks. I was thinking Captain America in my head and Captain Marvel. I just, every Captain, Captain Boomerang. Ooh, give me some more. Come on. Captain. Cold. Cold. Captain Crunch. Midnight. Captain Crunch. Yes. Captain D's. Okay. We got it. We're Long getting there. Long John Silver. Long John Silver. And now they're on a boat. So you've got all four of these guys on a boat together in the middle of the ocean. Stranded. I wonder how that would go. <laughs> so you've got four superheroes <laughs> stranded on an island in the middle of the ocean. No, boat. Stranding on a boat. Yeah, no land. In the no land of the in sight. Yeah. It depends on the type of boat and how large it is. Are we talking like it's not big. a small Chris craft or like a big like pleasure yacht? Ooh. We'll say a small pleasure craft. Hmm, like a houseboat. Yeah. <gasps> a pontoon boat. Yes. Okay, done. Pontoon boat. In the middle of the ocean? Yes, thank you, Tony. St- are we? Are we is this Tony's? No, I no, no, no. Oh, no, we've already got the four characters oh, that are there. It. I wanted no, to add somebody. No, we don't. We're t- that's that's next channel. No, same channel. Next show. No, nah, not next show. Let's do a different day. You can't have two, both of them the same day on the same same channel, same time. Say okay, same channel, same time, different day, different show. I see oh. this. And who's like the characters again? Judge. We don't know. Yeah. That's, this, that, Judge Judy? That screw, she's there. That screwed up judge show that has like four separate judges and they all have their own like verdicts they give out towards things. And whoever has the most like verdict in there is the one who it's like they go with for the sentence. It's real. We need to have who would be the best four judges in a, in a, in a courtroom reality TV show. Okay. Right. There's Judge Judy. Is this Judge the, Joe Brown? Okay. Judge Dredd. Yes. I don't know another judge. We can think of one. No, we can't. No. Simon Cowell. (laughs) (laughs) And quite frankly, that was just the most awful performance I've ever seen on the stand. So, are they on the boat? I'm a little lost of what... They're Gilligan's Island style crashed. Oh, and you know, okay. Judge Dredd is the only one that knows what to do with the three shells, right? 
And then Jeff Probst is just out there trying to get him to do like challenges for Survivor, and nobody cares. <laughs> he's been on that island for years. <laughs> he's been waiting on them to get there, and like, but then he, they just don't he, care. He, he's literally like eighty four pounds, and he's got just just looks like he is part of the sea. He's refused. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like one of he looks like one of uh, what's his face's uh, Davy Jones's characters that comes out of the side of his boat off of freaking. He's refused to leave. Every every time someone comes there to rescue him, he refuses to go because all he needs is the next contestants. <laughs> and he's found them. That's the show. Yeah, the next the next contestants. The next contestants. Yes. <laughs> For and some it's, reason, and it's, it's now a-, a reality TV show, and see who does the best on it. Super Survivor. His Su- microphone Ooh. is a banana tied to a stick, shoved in the sand. <laughs> and he doesn't act any different about it. He's treating it like a full microphone. But here's what's crazy: it works. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to adjust the like the stem on it because it'll get some feedback, and have to twist it a different direction. <laughs> and the only soundtrack to the show is the tooth, like the very first version of the Survivor theme song, and that's like the only music that plays in the intense moment. It just repeats itself, like it used to. Like again. I've and- seen some like older versions of like you know the first uh, episodes of Survivor, like the first few yeah. seasons. Literally one loop of a soundtrack to like those all those seasons. That's all it was. It's so hard to binge those because it's like. I just, you know, I'm talking maybe about when he be- puts the candle yep. out. That maybe it's because brutal. we listened to this before, like earlier, but that made me think of "Kiss by Rose." Yes. <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> I think it was just like a little major third off. Okay, I'm not sure. You know that that would be fantastic to see. Why? Why can't we just get it? Why just can't this be want. real? Why can't well, it might this be? We be can pitch real. it. This is our pitch. We can will it into existence. I promise you. So now the Green Lanterns are we getting involved. We have done it before. That was a good will joke. I, good I Green Lantern joke. I hope you noticed. He got a good one in there. Yeah. Good job. It was a really good joke. I tried. You did very good. It reminds me of last week. Whenever but Marcus better. did yeah. the dad jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But better than all of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The bar was set pretty daggum high. I'm pretty sure. Marcus, turn your microphone off. I'm pretty sure if he ever does that again, he's off the show. <laughs> he, he's done. <laughs> that, ever. If he ever does that again. Okay, you can turn your microphone back on. Don't tempt me. <laughs> oh, you don't hear through the microphone. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I heard someone actually did think I was upset. Really? Yes. yes. I got they did. back on that. Sorry. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's oh. what happens when I don't know what the hell to do. I, I, I make everybody mad at me. No, nothing at here is real. We called a Hank Hill-Boomhauer combination. <laughs> Gosh, so was... there's that. So who were the characters that were hey. all on that island again? Jimmy Buffett. Yes. Kenny Chesney. Tom Holland. <laughs> not not Spider-Man. Just Tom Holland. Just Tom. Yeah, it's the, the actor. same thing. Oh, I know. I don't know. Somebody, I don't know. What, what was the what was the dead guy that they puppeted around and walked around in the movie? Remember Bur- him? Uncle Bernie? Uncle Bernie. Yeah. I was about to say Bob Bernie's Barker. Yeah, Bar- <laughs> For some I was thinking like Bob Barker. <laughs> Close. Yeah, Bernie. Thanks, Bob. I think. The weekend at Bernie's Bernie. Who'd we say? Captain Planet mm-hmm. and Jimmy Buffett. No, no, not Captain Wolverine. Planet. That was oh, back yeah. in the other show. And the narrator what? to the whole thing is Rob Runnings from The Price is Right. 
heroes. That's right. We got our four heroes still stuck on the island. <laughs> Next week's episode. Come on down. All right, Disney. So if you're there, and we know you are. What are you thinking? Hit us up. You already know Tiny's email address. If you listen back a few episodes, it's that's true. to catch them. That's to really get them to where they have to go back. Yeah. And they don't know which one it is. Also, so my start, phone number. Your phone number as well. Yeah. If, if they can get through. Episode. Yeah, if they can get through the beep. Please prank call him. Whoever's Please. listening, just do it. He deserves it. Hi, Wrinkles. Uh, <laughs> keep, I had to give him a shout out. I'm sorry. Keep him Ooh. away. Good luck with a the segue there. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm next. Okay, so since we've had a few episodes in a row of non-topic topics, I have one this week. Mine was a topic? I mean, it was. I wasn't on my ears. I was talking about, you know, Nintendile, dad jokes. So this week we're going through the tabs on my phone. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm going to No, no, no. I'm not doing every one. No, 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 no. This is a clean one. We can't. There's a clean one on there. They're not all just dirty you. stuff. It's all incognito mode. Yeah. Who looks at clean? I don't use incognito mode. Yeah, because you have no shame. You're, you're a grown. <laughs> exactly. You're a grown I'm a grown man. person. He wants people with my to own know. cellular device. Okay. And obviously, some I'm not going to go into. <laughs> the real so, interesting yeah, ones. That's for really, the after dark episode. I really don't believe that. Okay, so the first one is a bridement. I looked that up. Or debridement, sorry. Debridement? Yeah. What is that? Uh, removing debris or infected dead tissue from a wound. Wow. that's There's a name for it. Yes. De- debridement. Uh, I looked that up because, well, that's what my mom had done today. So I, I, I wanted it, to know what that meant. I thought that was just like called like defunking it. Like, you know, if you get a little I mean, glass in your arm, defunking. you got to defunk it real quick and get it out of there. No, that's what they say whenever you're describing what's in it. It's defunking it. Defunking it? Yeah, defunking it. <laughs> so... I also Googled the words fudge packer to see if it pulled anything up other than the, you know, what it is. Wait, wait hold on. Hold on. Other what than what it is? What is it supposed to be? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see what would happen. Broken Marcus 101. <laughs> so there is a short film that's 10 minutes long called Billy's Dad is a Fudge Packer. Does he work for Hershey's? I don't Please know. Don't. I didn't read into it. I just seen it was a thing. Thought it was kind of funny. Did you just give a name of a movie no one needs to watch? It's a ten minute short film. What? No. Is, is there a link to it? No, I just pulled up the IMDb in the wiki. See. Well, at least it has what? an IMDb and a wiki. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So at least you know there's Go substance. To, would you mind going to the wiki and reading the real quick synopsis on the? Okay. Or synopsis. Uh, synopsis? I kind of want to know. Synopsis is the so, word. Syllabus. Yeah. So, Billy's dad is a fudge packer. Is his... <laughs> that is the full title. It's really hard to get through. Is a 2004 American black and white short comedy film written and directed by somebody. It don't matter. Um, it's a parody of the 1950s social guidance films and depicts the life of a boy learning about adulthood in, the, in a traditional family. What? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It was produced by Steakhouse. If that helps. Longhorn? (laughs) It just says Steakhouse. (laughs) No, it was actually produced by Outback Steakhouse. No rules, just right. (laughs) Oh. Oh, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh no. What have we found here? <laughs> just like, I hate. <laughs> Go to the next one. Okay. Should he? The next one is Nardwar. Yes. Um, Nardwar is awesome. Yeah. John Ruskin uh, is better known as Nardwar, the human servet, which servet is a uh, fancy British slang for like napkin. Um, he does super in depth interviews. Like, oh. so in-depth that it's, like, freaky. It is very freaky, and it's so cool Yeah, he's like, he does. oh, yeah, dude, like, I've seen little clips and stuff, and I'm like, this dude's pretty cool. Basically, can I just say what he does yeah. is everybody he interviews, I mean, I guess there's some people that don't really like him. Like, they like he, they don't know what, what's going on, and so they get freaked out by it. Yeah. But for the most part, he just literally just blows celebrities' minds on a constant basis. Yeah. One of them I've seen, he was like, oh, so you had, like, 1973 kiss whatever world tour poster on your bedroom wall growing up as a kid he was like oh my god how did you know that and he's like i know things like he literally does that to everybody he interviews everything i've seen you just gotta watch narduar i don't even know how to spell it how do you spell it n-i-r-d-w-u-a-r yeah search that into YouTube, and you'll find some really good clips. You know, pick whichever you know star that you like. Because because like, he just, I guess he just researches. Well, that's a good interviewer because I'm so used to terrible interviews. Oh. Like the worst interviews ever are sports interviews, like the after the game interviews. Yeah. He even has gifts for someone. Like he'll be like, "Oh, and I know about that poster you had on your wall yeah. as a kid." And so here's an here's the, another copy of it, and he just hands it to him, and they're just like. They're just like, yeah. they do not know what to think, literally. Some people know who he is by now, and so when they get interviewed by him, they kind of know what to expect. And so it's yeah. just like more like laughs and like, wow, here he is doing what he does. Well, if he ever interviews me, I'll, I'll know what to expect. Yes. Okay. I do not want him to interview me. <laughs> so the next one. No, oh, he's no. giggling. This is bad. Why dogs need to have their anal glands expressed. <laughs> That's a legitimate thing to search. It's a good question. It's a good question. Did you watch the video or did you read about it? Uh, This was just reading about it. Okay. But I have watched the video. Okay. Because I'm like, I I heard that through a wisp that that was a thing that happened when you had your dog groomed. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Uh, Travis Travis McElroy of Mabim Bam, he did that as a job at one point in his life. Yeah. I think he only lasted a day. It's really gross. I don't blame him. Sometimes it's just like a blip. Sometimes it's like, is it like a cyst on the bum? Um, No, the dogs have glands on their butt that house bacteria and things. Good bacteria? Bacteria. (laughs) And it gives gives their their, their buttholder. individual sense and so when dogs whoa. are smelling each other's butts whoa that's what they're smelling whoa so occasionally that has to be cleaned out otherwise your dog can become sick because he stinks so bad through his own butthole no. if a dog smells their own butthole that hard they could die that's what i'm getting from this no just occasionally just for your dog's health you got to have their their butt glands cleaned because they become so sexually potent that they could kill another dog. Sure. <laughs> All right. I'm glad we're doing that. Okay. Um, now, the next one is Woolrich Blankets. Okay. Is that it, a good blanket? Is it quality? I don't know. Growing up, I've had these plaid flannel blankets that are 
itchy, but in the best way. And I love them and they're great and they're just wearing out. So I'm trying to find a replacement and I come across these and they look exactly like what I have, but they expensive. Oh, it's like a flannel blanket. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Essentially, it's like a flannel blanket and it's yeah. a little scratchy and they're just awesome. Marcus, what's your favorite blanket? I don't know. No? You're not one stanza? Have you, ever had, have you ever had a down blanket? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. you just can't beat that. Absolutely. You can't beat that. How about weighted? How do you feel about weighted blankets? Um, I like it pretty good. Like, sometimes I'll just have my, like, regular old cheap comforter and uh-huh. then I'll, like, put a, uh, a, uh, Put a, like a barbell a over it? the top oh. of it just for a little oh. bit of extra weight on your blanket. I can just imagine you getting like some free weights and just sitting them like no. across your body with no, the you blanket. Could, you could just making your own. No, you could do it. You could. I Those could. Little, little ones you walk with, it'd be fine. I wish I had a heavier weight no blanket. <clears throat> like they don't. A, they don't make very good capes. The heavier they get, the worse cape. I don't. They make. I do not want a cape. I would like a heavier weighted blanket with a plushier outside. Have you tried soaking it in water? Ooh, this is good. I've that heard, would add no. the heavy. Oh, yeah. Sleeping with a wet blanket is probably number one on the most comforting things an individual can do at Absolutely. night. Absolutely. Have you ever met my wife? <laughs> I mean, that only sounds like a compliment to me. <laughs> so the next tab is Roy Underhill. Never heard of him, but hate him out already. too. He was the him. host of the New Yankee Workshop. It was a he does like old school traditional woodworking. Okay, and me and my dad used to watch it all the time growing up as a kid. And I was trying to figure out what his name was, and so yeah, there I'm, it is. I'm the type. I guess of, I don't hate him anymore. I'm the type of person that if I like do a small project in something that I've never tried before. Like uh, back in high school, we used to do like welding in what, yeah. the the class, the welding class. I did it a few times and got to the point where I immediately was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And then the other day, the other day I was in painting class and we're making our own canvases. And as I was cutting the wood and, and putting all the, the canvas stuff together, I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. I don't know why that these little projects for like making stuff, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, forever. This is now, this is what I want to do forever now. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, I love building stuff with my hands and creating and doing. Yeah. So maybe it's the act of creating that you're really enjoying. Yeah. Um, Artiste. Mm. I've accepted that I am one. <laughs> so this next one, I had, I'm just going to say, I had to look this up to show somebody at work. And all week, Anytime I've Googled things, I've just left it as a tab. I'm very happy that you did now. Yes. Fem skin. I don't know about this one. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not too sure about this. <laughs> but at least tell okay. me what it is. Yeah, at least tell Marcus. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to tell you the whole story. <laughs> I, my sister, several years ago, back when I lived with her, was watching one of those shows like Taboo, Real Sex 21, something like that. And I come walking into the living room, and I see a very bizarre thing on the television. The man calls himself a masker, and basically he's wearing a silicone bodysuit. Oh, no. That is a woman and a mask, and he's got the hair. So Femskin is the site where you can purchase that. 
It's only one company in the entire world that makes these. It's a family-owned business. Um, the father has passed away, and according to his children, it was his passion to make these for people. And you can get them with or without an installed rectum. How much are they? A lot. I bet. Yeah. Like it's a scan suit. Tell me, yeah. about the, tell me about the rectum again. You can get it installed or not installed. Is it covered with glands? Everything is fully <laughs> penetratable. The gland part, that's that's all built into you. Oh, okay. That's mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. That, that's your own special thing. Yeah. But how... Which I'm, I mean... Never mind. Here's a picture if that helps. Kind of terrifying looking. It only helps Marcus. I'm really upset. Oh, I'm going to show everybody. No, you can't show everybody. I'm not going to post this onto the thing. No, I'm going to show everyone here. Okay. Which, I mean, I guess that, like, this would be something, like, like people that are are wanting to go through, like, body transformations and sex changes and stuff like that. This would be awesome for them. Absolutely. Like, you can actually have that body on you. Because I know there's, like, uh, what, hormone treatments and stuff like that to make your body change like that. But this will be a good... Almost trial run to see if that's what you yeah. really want to do with your body to, f- to like put on a skin suit. It's yeah, like now absolutely. I get to see what that would be like. Absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, and apparently there's conventions in Vegas once a year where they go and hang out and do their thing. Um, nice. Yeah. Some of them look a little more realistic than others. Well, you uh, think they better be good at it if they're the only one that makes them. Yeah. Uh, m- mainly it's the mask that's all can be weird looking. They don't make the face part. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, no, the mask thing. I'm leaving that out of my brain. I, I, yeah, there's some weird places with that. Okay, <laughs> like yeah. the mask, like Jim Carrey's the mask. I imagine that with a naked woman suit on Austin, <laughs> wearing the mask's mask. All I can see. Can you see it? See all I can downside. see. All I can see is that scene from The Office where Dwight cuts the face off of the mannequin that, or whatever it is, the dummy that they're using for CPR training, and he just kind of looks back at it. Like that's all I can see now, and with my beard popping out from underneath. That's actually an Office reference that I get. Yeah, you I did. Know. I did it. It wasn't a deep dive. You did. I, it. I that did was it. the shallow end. I did it. <laughs> Me. And we're all very proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. And the last one is the pins. It's a vehicle. It's like a military van. And it's super cool. All independent suspension. Suspension. Smack your mouth, Smack that mouth. Yes, daddy. Abuse yourself. And I I don't like doing that because my rings hit my teeth. Hey, then don't mess up. That's what she said. I know. Little baby with the metal in his mouth. I don't want my rings to hurt my face holes. They don't hurt mine when we kiss. But yeah, super cool vehicle. It's it's a military van. What's not to love about it? (laughs) Vans are awesome. You love a good van. (laughs) I do. Especially a van that can blow you up. (laughs) Well, it can't do that. It can run you over. What's what's fun about it? Just think, very capable van. (laughs) A lot of options. (laughs) Like, look. Is that Nerd it to the Grapevine Cannon 2, the very capable van? <laughs> the VCV? Ooh. It's not an ATV, like an all-terrain vehicle or anything, no. or an all-terrain van. It's just a very capable van. It's everything bare minimum of moderate. <laughs> it can't it's do a, everything, and it doesn't do nothing. It's super capable, The though. best, and they don't say mid-sized luxury vehicle. They say best mid-level luxury vehicle. <laughs> it's like it wasn't made with <laughs> that specifically in mind. <laughs> 
but it's very capable. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we saw the it's, checklist you filled out, yeah. and we went around it. I mean, it can kind of drive on sand. <laughs> I don't you know, know. You know, we had our expectations set to one kind of vehicle, but when we got there, they were just very convincing that we should get this vehicle. Does it have four-wheel drive? Yeah. There's four wheels on it. And it drives. And it does drive. You know, it, it does. It's got four wheels and it drives. The very capable. Did you say vehicle? Van. Van. Very capable van. The very capable van. (laughs) With two body styles. (laughs) Where can I purchase this? Because I'm already sold. (laughs) 92 Dodge Caravan. (laughs) That's what what they all are. It's either the 92 Dodge Caravan model. Or the the Plymouth Voyager. Oh, 1994 Plymouth Voyager. I don't like either one of those options. It's not meant to like. It's just supposed to work. Oh, you, that's I mean, on their motto too. <laughs> you don't gotta like it, but it works. It, it, now, what, if, what, what? what, can, what <laughs> if it works for you, shrug. <laughs> what nitgive verse can we make for the very capable van? Like, what superhero would drive it? Punisher. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a question. <laughs> He drives a battle van. <laughs> but not a VCV. <laughs> so if we... I know we'll probably get into some legal trouble, but what is what is the Nitgive verse Punisher? What is he? Because he can't be the Punisher Punisher. Now you've got to be the one to figure this out. Uh, I have ideas. It's a dominatrix. We know. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no. We know. It's, it's we not know. that. It's not that. Already. You can it's tell not that, us. but it, it involves penetrating people, right? <laughs> yes, with instruments. With instruments, like that you not can musical. Play. Kind. No, no, no. Now they are. They can be because each time it penetrates the body, it yes. makes different sounds, sounds and tones. Right. Now imagine if I like got a flute right in your gut and then I blew into it. That's bad. That's real bad. It could make an amazing sound in my head. It sounds so good. Now it sounds like a villain, though. It's kind. I mean, is that what Greg Patillo does in his off time? <laughs> the beatboxing flautist? I don't know. I just got the word demonatrix stuck in my head. So mm. that would be the villain version. Demonatrix? Yeah, the demonatrix. That's probably a thing. Like a it demon sounds, dominatrix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds too good not to be a thing. Would that Actually, be a... Google you it. That, yeah, add Google that to that your tabs. Okay. Google that. Sh- okay. Don't ask me. <laughs> just Google that. Sh- Have y'all heard that song? <laughs> is that I a real think- song? Well, I was... Yes, it is, unfortunately. No. But I was I was uh, censoring it too. So. I just heard this song the other day that was about what you hear when no, you talk to a dominatrix. Ooh, so we get to claim it we if it's do. not on Google. As soon as you type it in, that means you get okay. I didn't even suggest it. Demonatrix, not to be confused with a succubus. No, so, totally different. In other news, Lady Gaga's dog walker got shot, and her dogs were kidnapped. Was that because their anal grant gland? Smack, smack that mouth. forehead. Get it, daddy. Continue. I don't even want any more. Was that because their anal glands weren't expressed? Yeah. I got you. That's, and no. It, it sounds like a lie. It's actually 100% true. And you want to know what? This is 2021. Oh. So you think that weird stuff happening was so last year. Oh, no. You know who's got some... Friends of his, 
looking for the dogs and the people who did it. Dog the, dog the bounty hunter. Danny Trejo. <laughs> He's a capable man. Machete. Yes, he's a very capable <laughs> man. Machete, machete, machete. I, I bet he drives a very capable van. I guarantee it. Danny I Trejo. It and you said it. Yeah, oh, I know Danny you did. Trejo definitely drives a very capable But that's real. Lady Gaga's dog walker. And you know what? She's got a $500,000 reward out for any information leading to the return of her dogs and the punishment of these people. My brain automatically... Tr- translated that to five thousand dollars but it's not five thousand dollars five hundred hundred thousand it's a hundred five thousand dollars yes one hundred of them what kind of dogs were these oh uh, they were her dogs but that's not my topic my topic is a blast from the past that could be worth cash i was uh just minding my own business today and my mother calls me freaking out and when this happens you think to yourself Oh my God, what's going on? My mother gets on the internet sometimes, and that's where my problem starts. Yeah. Um, But she saw where Pokemon cards were starting to have a rise in prices again. It's it's actually developing a larger money amount than I thought it would be capable of. Mm -hmm. Um, She told me, now Austin, you've got that card in your closet. She can't do that. And I said, I don't know, Mom. Which one are you even talking about? Like, how does she even know? There's a picture of it. Oh. I've got that card. Is it Charizard? It is. It's a holograph. But it's not the first edition. Right. So, I I mean, I did get it. I was super excited as a kid. I always wanted a Charizard holographic. I pulled one from the pack, but it wasn't a first edition. Because they weren't a first edition pack. Is it the Shadowless? It is not, unfortunately. Okay. See, I have that same one that you have. mm -hmm. And it's such a high grade level that I'm going to actually get it graded to see like cuz it could be I've, worth of it could be worth in the thousands like below very low thousands that's but, fine yeah but that's originally today my mother called me thinking that I had the shadowless because she couldn't tell the difference between the one that was in the box that I have at my house mm-hmm. and what that picture Austin this looks exactly the same like mom the character box it has a dark outline on it the picture you show me does not. It's shadowless. That's why it's called that. They're different prints. <clears throat> Which led me into an investigative search into just how legitimate the picture that my mother showed me of how much these were you know, going for. Um, I found a legitimate source to tell me how much these things were going for and some dates and titles of the most expensive ones that they have. Okay. <clears throat> now, I'm sure there's some listeners that we have that have just a box of Pokemon cards just kind of lying around. I'm going so this to, is going to be very exciting. Yes. Because, or disappointing. Well, honestly, a couple of them are disappointing mm. um, because I did have one of them and I could have had the other one. Mm. So um, I'm going to start at the least valuable. Okay. <clears throat> That's going to be in 2016, the XY Staff Charizard pre-release. That was given out as an event promo card. So if you went to certain you know places and were involving with these Pokemon tournaments and everything else like that going on, you got that as a promo card. On the promo card subject, currently, like right now at McDonald's, apparently Pokemon cards, like you can get Pokemon cards as a toy in the McDonald's. Get them. The, the Happy Meal. The thing is, they're all selling out everywhere because a bunch of nerds, like greedy nerds, have gone and will buy... 15 Happy Meals and just throw the food away and just be looking for a holographic Pikachu that's worth a lot of money. Like, And so kids aren't getting 
the toys. Like imagine back when we were kids and Pokemon was like the number one thing, which it's kind of consistently stayed that way for a certain age group. But imagine being that young and seeing the commercial and being so excited and going there only to find that a bunch of sweaty 30-year-olds have bought them all up. But are kids even into Pokemon cards now? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that was a thing when we were kids. So, was that translated to generation after generation after generation? It doesn't stop. They're like the Simpsons of anime. Yeah, it doesn't stop. It keeps going. Like, my little nephew, crazy about him. Like, and that was without me introducing him. Ash does not age. He's been hunting the Pokemans for 20 years now, if not, no, 30. 40 years. No. Has it he came, caught them all yet? It came out in the 80s in Japan. Oh, Japan. Okay. So, yeah. the whole... No, it was... It was, was it the 80s no. or early 90s? It was probably early 90s. No. But that was a card that was worth 2000 to $3,000 if you possessed it. The number two possessed. on the list... Yeah, yep, smack it. I'm not scared. <laughs> I don't have rings in my teeth. If I if I was a tree, would I have rings in my teeth? <laughs> anyway, continue. It was on. 1996, February of 1996. Pokemon Electronic Game Series from Nintendo that debuted in Japan. Okay, so that's why the original release of the okay. I but didn't no, know if no, the card well, series was like later on than when the series was actually out because 96 is when the first Pokemon cards that are the most valuable are kind of re- revolving around, but. There's a legendary collection Charizard reverse holographic from 2002 that has a white entirety of it, just all being holographic, but just a plain Charizard in the middle of it. And that is worth uh, anywhere between $4,000 and $6,500. This is a small, thin piece of cardboard with a picture on it. You're correct. Number three is the 2002 Legendary Collection Charizard Standard Holographic, which was even rarer than the reverse, and it is worth $8,000 to $13,000. I could buy a very capable van with that amount of money. The number four... Or two moderately capable vans. (laughs) Ooh. That's the other model. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're collectible. Right. The MCVC. The MVCV? MVCV? Or just a 1992 Dodge Spirit. Because those cars could not be destroyed. I mean, not everybody understands the sheer grace and majesty of the 1983 Econo line like I do. Because there isn't one. I've driven it. I've driven it. The grace and majesty. You did It's a buffalo. It's a buffalo in a world of deer. It's a buffalo. In a world of graceful fawns, it is an old, decrepit buffalo that's moaning in a field while these pretty little dancing deer are all around it. Go on. She's not that bad. When's the last time you drove her? a lot. I mean, she drives, but her seats are broken, so it's it's been a minute. So what you're saying is she looks fine on the outside, but her insides are busted up? <laughs> yeah, but she's kegling. I knew you were going <clears> to. <throat> uh, number four on the list is the 1996 Japanese Charizard Holographic, which this is the earliest Japanese set of cards that this was featured in in 1996, and that is worth anywhere from 9000 to $13,500. Go on. Uh, the 1999, which is number five, is the Mint Charizard Holographic. That's the one that I have. Yeah, me too. 
but we don't have the Shadowless. The Shadowless is from the earliest printings of them, and the Shadowless is worth anywhere from $15,000 to $35,000. I'm going to go look at mine again real quick. Hold on. Is it spearmint or peppermint? No answer. No answer at all. Um, hey, whoa. Well, let's get a little personal. Let's get a little personal. I need an adult. You're doing good. I need an adult. I need an adult. This table. I think the chair just broke. It did break. It did. Uh, $15,000 to $35,000. Uh, $35,000 of one card. And, and now, in all honesty, if you do have that card in your bedroom, I get a finder's fee. <laughs> I think your mom would get the finder's fee at this point. Don't because she made you ever look into speak it. of my mother in that tone again. <laughs> your mom's a nice lady. <laughs> Marcus, will you help me get back? Yes. Okay, hold on. And I'm jacked back in. Gross. Is that a superhero you just God, created? Ah, dang it. Jacked, jacked back, back in. in. <laughs> <laughs> and the, but he's actually just got a really ripped butt. <laughs> no, I don't think these are shadowless. I have two of them. Gimme. Okay. I have a shadowless Machamp. Is that a thing? Nah. Okay. I've got Pokemon cards in my hand now. Let me look at them Charizards. Here you I, go. Because I spent a lot of time looking at Charizards Okie dokie. Thank you. Here You're they doing are. A good job. Okay. Why is Charizard so much more important than everybody because, else? Because he was one of the starter Pokemon. You know, in the original, you get a, a Charmander, a Squirtle, or a Bulbasaur. Those are the only three you got. Pikachu didn't come till the later game. So, with those final evolutions being this, Charizard just ended up being the most rare that the company produced in the card packs. So, that's why Charizard became the most popular within the Pokemon realms as well, and why Charizard keeps making recurring appearances, because they designed it. Plus, he's a dragon. He's a fire dragon. I was told Charizard is not a dragon. He's not. But he's he a looks Pokemon. like a dragon. He, he's not dragon. Well, he's a dragon, but in the, in the game, he's not a dragon-type Pokemon. They've all got shadows. I know. It's okay, though. What makes a Pokemon okay. a Pokemon? Because I looked it up pocket. today as well, and if you can... it's a man, boy. Now, the most average cards that have the rating system, you know, that you get them sent in, they get rated as far as how pristine they are. The 10 out of 10 is a 10% chance in all cards that have ever been released. I'm surprised it's that high. Yeah. Because that's, like, right off of the line zero noticeable anything wrong with it besides like just where it was cut offline and it has to be cut perfectly too and that's that's i mean and that's just coming out of the pack though i'm not talking like now i'm talking that's the percent you have to get a 10 out of 10 just getting it out of a pack oh yeah i mean not all of them were perfectly done yeah so you could have done what i did and just got it out of the pack said oh my god i've got it and just put it into two sleeves and that might not even matter. Mm. So, but if you do have a 10 out of 10 on those, those can still be worth thousands of dollars. Then the highest rating, of course, is from that same year, the 1999 first edition holographic Charizard, which if, you know, the ratings on it are a little bit lower, like in the five, six, seven range, you're going to be looking at about measly like 25 grand. 
And if it's in the upper ranges of stuff, like the eights, nines, even a 10, which the tens have not had a maxed out level yet, because there are some uh, 10 rateds that are out there circulating for around $250,000. Small piece of cardboard. That cost 33 cents to make. With a, a printed photo on it. You're correct. No function. We are you humans, can't. and we are kind of dumb, and oh, I yeah. love it. Me too. So much. It's amazing. Deliciously yeah. human. Yeah. And you want to know what website I got all this information off of? Forbes. Oh, oh, they're covering it and stuff because of the how much they did money it on, maker thing. They did it on February seventh of this year. Oh wow! And I was like, I was kind of thrown away a little bit, or thrown back, or whatever you want to say. Thrown away. Know. Yeah, you were thrown away. I was thrown away. <laughs> just crumpled, just crumpled up, and just like a majority of those Pokemon cards. Whenever I properly gave them to my niece and nephews. So, so if you're at home. And you want to check that out. I would definitely do it. Because, yeah. I mean, at least for the rush of it that, I mean, I had such a rush today thinking like, oh, man, this is going to this is gonna be great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then you fake spend money in your head and you get yourself all hyped up. And you know what? You've already spent that money. And that is already in your possession. So this is free gambling for you right now. So ride that dragon and gamble for free. Except he's not a dragon. He's a frog. It's my turn. Daggummit. Finally. Yeah. Finally. We got there. God. Took forever. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Finally, The Rock has returned. No. no. I am going to talk about how CERN is opening a portal to hell. Oh. Oh, okay. You were serious about that. Yeah, he was. I was serious. Well, no, I'm not actually serious about that. (laughs) But. Don't listen. Yeah. But no, it's fun to pretend. And I actually was not aware because we've talked about the Mandela effect before. Correct. You're actually the one that told me about that. I love the Mandela effect. Stuff. But I didn't realize it was a deeper conspiracy. It is. And that CERN is like at the center of that conspiracy. Yeah. So CERN is uh I'm not it's like an acronym for something. It's like it's a physics research facility in Switzerland or somewhere. I don't know. I'm from Tennessee. I don't know anything. Wait, this was your topic and you didn't write down what CERN meant? He no. doesn't need to. I love it's you just so much. I'm a, oh, you're my fa- you're my favorite free spirit. That would be podcast. real research. My my type of research is watching a movie or playing a video game. So are those eyes that I'm looking at fake research eyes? How many I eyes mean, do you have? It's one thing to claim that I know something that I don't know, <laughs> but it's just I'm just it's just a given that I'm a dummy and that I'm just taking all this to you for nothing. I just googled CERN and the first thing that comes up is that they're closed, but they open at eight thirty tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually them. It's in Switzerland. Does, do they have uh, visitor hours for this portal to hell? I hope so. Well, I mean, yeah. The, the, the portal to hell is going to be open, uh, let's see, tomorrow, 830 to 515. That'll be Saturday. <laughs> uh, but when this when this uh, goes live, if it's between the hours of 8 a.m. and 545 p.m. and you're in Switzerland, go check out this portal. It's going to be great. <laughs> but wait, are they, are they still accepting visitors because of COVID? Ooh, good point. But I, I, be, I believe when you go there, you're probably going to get your T-shirt that it's going to be like you're brainwashed. You don't you don't believe that anything's going on, and you get a, a complimentary T-shirt that says "No concern." Concern. 
But now they, uh, so, you know, basically it's the home of the largest uh, hadron collider or hadron collider or whatever that. So back in 2012, they discovered, you know, what was kind of termed the God particle, the Higgs boson, which I guess Stephen Hawking theorized that would be there and that, you know, not having discovered it yet, said something to the effect of, you know, it would have the energy to, like, destroy everything, destroy the universe, you know. I don't know what that means. I'm an idiot. I'm not a <laughs> yeah. I'm not a physicist. Well, I guess it's a good thing it's in Switzerland then because they're neutral. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have positive or negative charge. Yeah, on, yeah. On, you know, on I'm glad universal. that it only mm-hmm. exists in Switzerland. Well, well, the, where the conspiracy comes from is, well, first of all, from conspiracy theorists who, yep, who were kind of freaked out because, like, you know, this they work, you know, it's in Switzerland, but they work with people from all around the world. And when uh, people from India were like came into some partnership with CERN, they they gifted CERN with this uh, statue of Shiva, their one of their main goddesses from their pantheon. And she is, or he, she, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know if it matters when it comes to gods, but she's like the goddess or god of destruction and does this, this you know, supposedly supposed to wipe out everything. So, you know, th- there is that in, like, the actual mythology of the statue that's outside of CERN, right? But that's what I'm saying. That's where the conspiracy comes from. I'm not sure why that statue is actually outside of CERN, yeah. but it is. Hmm. So, I like, yeah. the, I love the theory of when they actually turned on the Hydron Collider that they ripped a hole in the universe and we are in another universe and that's why all of the mandela effects are actually happening because that's where it comes from that's where the whole conspiracy theory of the mandela effect comes from is because they believe that cern has created these alternate timelines some people even believe that you know it gets even as in depth as the world actually did end in 2012 and this is some alternate dimension where they've like they saved us all that they sent well, us all not elsewhere. even really saved us because you know that it's the evil people, yeah, the yeah. evil overlords oh, have done okay. this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean, I don't know that much about right, it, right, but right. there is that. Did, did I cut you off when you were saying something though? No, okay. it just it's it is very concerning to me. I I didn't mean to actually use that in a pun way, but it is it is actually that's the only word I've got. It's 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 scary in a way to me because <laughs> I can allow my brain to accept the realm of possibilities. Because none of us really 100% in the back of everything know what's going on out there at any moment. Right. So, well, and this is, these are things that are so small, too, you know, because you, you kind of said out there as in like out in the expanse of space. Mm-hmm. But these are things that are like subatomic. Like these are the so small that it, it's almost its own, like, I guess, quantum realm, right? I don't really know. But yeah, so apparently at CERN, if, for those who don't know, they they smash these sub these uh, particles together to see what they find when they smash them apart. You know, and they that's how they I guess found the Higgs boson. Mm-hmm. I wish I could tell you what what that means. I don't know, but yeah. you know, so in the scientific community, they call it the God particle. Right. You know, that doesn't have any like mythological or mystical implications. That's just what the scientists chose to call it. Yeah, for whatever reason, they got to name it. But then it, you know, so. so people, I guess, in my estimation, that's where some people would kind of maybe be misled if they're already kind of conspiratorial in mind anyway. But there's actually a Mandela effect wiki, like a fandom wiki, you know, so like how like, you know, you just finished a Song of Ice and Fire book. A Song of Ice and Fire has like a wiki, like a fandom wiki. So the Mandela effect has a, a wiki too now where they're like, people are like uploading different Mandela effects to it. And I just thought that was really cool. I was like scrolling through them today. 
and there's one where the Statue of Liberty has moved islands or something like that. Hold on. Wait a minute. Put From, a little what? Hmm? <laughs> That's... <laughs> Like moved out. You mean from where they originally delivered it? Like where it's where is the, the Statue place? of Liberty? New York, Ellis, Manhattan. What island? It's on Ellis Island. The the wiki that I went to today said that no, it's actually on Liberty Island. Maybe they just renamed it. No, Was Ellis it, Island is well. There. Okay, <laughs> I have to do more research into this, and you know, y'all look it up for yourselves. But uh, on the on the wiki, there was like people supposedly are uploading. Or like going back and looking through their pictures of, of uh, the Statue of Liberty, and like the Statue of Liberty is not in the pictures that they remember the Statue of Liberty being in. It was actually originally on Oak Island. <laughs> no, nice callback. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Now, ever since you talked about this poor little Indian man driving this statue up to Sweden. To put outside this concerning facility, mm-hmm. all I've been thinking about is chicken tikka masala, the greatest ethnic dish in the world. Never had it. Yeah, what is that? It's it's like a red curry on some chicken. I'm already in. It's mm-hmm. so good. I'm already there. We is need there, to go to Murfreesboro with a clay pot, man. Is, is there rice in, in it? Oh, you can put rice underneath I that, would. boy. If I got some you curry, get, I you get some of that garlic naan. Yeah. And then you, you eat it with it, and it's, mm, it's, oh, it's money. I've never had that before. I'm here. But, uh, I'm but, here but with I, that. I think that I think I could do that. I really think I could. It's so good. Mm. Or some Thai food. Mm. Mm. I love some Thai Indian is so much better than Have you guys had dinner? No. No? No. Nobody? No. Man, we need to get some food. So, people are, they, in their minds, they took pictures with the Statue of Liberty in their past. And now when they go dig those photos up and they look at them, they're just pictures of them in front of nothing, like excited to be where they are? Supposedly. Supposedly. See, that's... Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, like you said, take all this with a grain of salt, obviously. You know, these these are the same people that are pursuing you know pushing the blood pressure yeah pushing the whole sodium uh, version you know cern is opening a portal to you know there's all different kinds i mean basically what i I guess i'm trying to say is like there is some like pretty groundbreaking and very hard to understand things happening there and of course we're we're going to interpret it in many many different ways and it's just interesting uh all the different fun i really find them pretty enjoyable theories uh surrounding it but yeah so apparently People have been looking back at their pictures of Ellis Island and like finding poses that they, in their mind, was with the Statue of Liberty in the background. But yeah. then now it's gone. And because there's the whole Mandela effect that we all think that everybody came to Ellis Island where the Statue of Liberty was. But it's not. But it's not. It's Liberty Island. Have you ever been to Mount Chill, Les? No. It used to be Rushmore in the other universe. I hate but you. But in this one, it's uh, Mount Chill Less. I'm glad you got it, because I don't think I've, I don't think I'm there yeah, yet. I'll, I'll walk you to it. Rush more, oh. chill less. Okay. Got it. All right. Got it. Okay. I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> oh, let's end the show. Is that okay? I don't Is that care. fine? I don't care. I don't know. It's time to do that. Do what? End it. End it. End it. Yeah.
CERN has... Can I tell one more please? funny story? I want to know the whole thing. Because back... Okay, the whole 2012 thing is yes. involved with it. Right. And so I remember being... Uh, I, I had some roommates back then, and we went to the grocery store that day. You know, December, what, 21st, 2012? John Cusack. Yeah. And so uh, we were at the grocery store, because it was snowing in Johnson City where I was living. And there's a lot of mean hills there. So we were. everybody was at the grocery <laughs> store, right? And for some I, reason, my roommate Brock was just like... I mean, no, unannounced at all. We're all just like, you know, bros grocery shopping together, which is awkward enough, right? And then you get out to the front, and there's all these people coming in and leaving at the same time. And he just gets this wild hair, and I can see it in his eye. And he just starts looking around. He goes, pray to your gods! <laughs> and just starts trying to freak everybody out over that. And it kind of worked. When you said that there are a lot of mean hills, and then you said you went to the grocery store, I was like, I imagine this like there's a family that's really large there, and their last name's Hill, and they were all at the grocery store just being so rude to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Just the the meanest hills that you've ever met in your life. Basically, basically like your version of the O'Doyle rules situation off of the Madison movie, whatever it is. Exactly same thing. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. You know what else rules? This show, yes, bingo, and you know how you oh can, my god, you know I can find that out by listening to all the other ones that we've made and the ones coming in the future on Mondays. It happens every Monday. You can even pop over on Twitter at Nerd Grapevine and look at some of our posts, and then on the Instagram at Nerd Grapevine. There's also things there, or the Facebook if you feel inclined, and also, what about that Patreon? Yeah, we've got a Patreon. You, I don't know. Hold on. Uh, I don't know what it's on. Let me see. I think that the title of this episode is, the name on our Patreon is... Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even know what account the money's connected to. The knee bone. Oh, boy. Why are you looking at that? I don't know. Nothing comes up. We've got one. Hold on. <laughs> We've got one that's real easy to find. <laughs> what is going on? In this room. Let's find out. <laughs> no. I, I saw you trying to look away. Off. He, couldn't, he couldn't help himself. <laughs> if you go to Patreon and you type in best friends, period, space, tiny, ink, period, that's that's us. And then it says a podcast called Nerd It Through the Grapevine. And when you click on that, then you can give us $5. But you don't have to do that if you don't want to. But it'd be pretty cool. Because yeah. then we can do it. Go, we're actually, actually, yeah. If you if you could and would and want to do that, because we're, we've been talking about doing uh, video stuff, like to where it's either visual uh, podcasts that we could release on the YouTubes or a bunch of funny stuff that we've been thinking about. Even if it just gave us enough budget to make... One of our little scenarios come to life that we have talked to you about on here. You mean like Tiny pushing in his belly button over and over and over again? That's not a belly button. That's his hernia. His name is Billy. (laughs) Billy of the belly. (laughs) We have to stop podcasting now. Just this week. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) You know what, Tiny, because of that, Marcus, when life gives you grapes... He's so hurt. I'm shocked. Oh my god! I don't know. Throw him in the air, like 
you make them make it rain. Just don't make care. Make them rain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. With two grapes. Yeah. <laughs> two gra- Juggle them. <laughs>